What's up, everybody? You are listening to When, Where, How, and Why WWHW. My name is Flo, and I bring you a new discussion every week about passion and creativity. You can find us on Instagram under WWHW, and the podcast is available on iTunes and SoundCloud. That being said, let the discussion begin. And we are back. I haven't said this in a while. What's good, ladies and gentlemen? You are listening to episode 19, recorded in 2020 of WWHW. There's been a lot of silence from me the last couple of months because I switched schools and it turned out to be a pretty busy school, so that's that. But now I'm back to bring you more passion-infused interviews to kick off the new year with the right energy. It is a sunny day today in London and I'm in my temporary home studio and with me is someone I've only met quite recently on a short film set where we got to talk about, well, movies, obviously, but also podcasts and his enthusiasm for podcasts immediately impressed me and now a couple of weeks later we get to do this. Please give it up for my first guest in 2020, Ben. <laughs> That's quite the intro, man. No, I love that. Hi I guys, how are yeah. you doing? Great to have you here. No, thank you for having me, man. This is awesome. I love this setup. It's really cool. I forgot um, to ask you surname. Oh, well, what am I Well, I mean, I may as well... You in- don't have to say it. No, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, I may as well introduce myself. So uh, my name is Benjamin Artime. Um, I'm a director from West London. Um, I've been doing short films and that for about four years, I'd say. Um, I did my first one uh, back in... Well, my first proper one. Right. <laughs> uh, back in 2018, I got that into three festivals. Um, I followed that up with four more. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it got me into uh, Met Film School. And now here I am doing my undergrad. And that's kind of me at the moment. Uh, right. Yeah, for sure, man. Pretty good. Love and life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's funny you said uh, the first proper movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Because because for me the same i i know my first first clip which was rubbish obviously it was just uh me I, I was filming my brother sledding down a mountain for like half a day and then yeah. we just edited it together and it was uh, it was fun but if you speak to fun. any filmmaker yeah. they'll talk about those <laughs> yeah. times you know those times exactly. before you know their yeah. first proper short film yeah. you know what, when they were making videos or making yeah. you know then learning the craft you know they'll all say that so yeah, yeah. 100% Cool. Um, so, New Year 2020. Yes, yes it is. It hasn't been that long yet, but um, how has it been? Um, it's been very intense, actually. I've gone yeah. straight back into what I was doing, because I work in industry and then I'm, I'm studying film as well. So it, it's, I'm kind of diving straight in and just going to go with it, hence why I'm here with you today. And um, I'm feeling good, feeling positive about 2020, you know, new decade. You know, right? I, I can't <laughs> complain. Like, it's nice to have that kind of fresh slate. Yeah. To kind of go right. Okay. So now I'm I'm not you know struggling, you know, to find the contacts, and I'm not struggling to find a camera. And da, 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 that there's all these obstacles that I used to have, say four years ago, that I don't have now. And you know, having to let go of the fact that you know you that that time in my life has kind of passed, mm-hmm. and that I should embrace all the opportunities and everything that's in front of me now and kind of just really hit the ground running at this point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah, sure. yeah. 
Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting one, right? Once you once you find it, right? Once you find um, something you really like, it's just you can't get out the door fast enough. Exactly, right? literally, it's like it's almost like an addiction, actually. Yeah. Where you just you can't help yourself. Yeah. You just <laughs> you yeah, just yeah, yeah. you just need to do that. You just need yeah. to create that one thing, or whether yeah. it be music or art or you know or film or TV, like me and you do. Um, you know, when you have that passion. Nothing else really matters. Yeah. And I think that's probably one of the most important things you to have above all. You know, talent, you can you can have as much talent as you want. And, yeah. and, you, and you can work hard and, you know, and come up that way. And that's more what I was doing. You know, I come from, you know, like I come from a council estate and the filming opportunities are quite hard to get hold of. Yeah. And the only real thing that you can probably do there is kind of like grand videos or, or um, working with, you know, small local companies to try and maybe make an advert. But, but they don't want to hear from you. They don't want to... <laughs> unless you're already established, unless you've got all that kit, Yeah. then then they're not going to want to work with you. Or it's the other way around and then they cause problems for you because they see that you kind of maybe say... At an amateur level and they think they can take advantage of you and you know there is all these as- other aspects that you know you don't really hear about when you're coming up and this and the other because you you know audiences in general you know they used to go into their local audience seeing big blockbuster movies and this that and the other but you know the reality of the situation is that the, this industry is huge hmm. it, you know it is much bigger even though the, the, they have this saying you know it's a really small industry and this that and the other but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not <laughs> if, you, if you're looking at world cinema yeah. if you're looking at you know the high end level and the low end level and you're embracing all of it then good luck <laughs> then yeah hey good luck and b like it's one of those vast oceans you yeah know, you'll make one short film but how many hundreds of short films are going into that same festival as yeah, you yeah, yeah. you know and they're all competing to try and just get that into that you know final bracket you know and i, I don't think people realize that either is that you know some festivals have you know tier systems and rounds you know your film has to pass you know, a, a public vote or or a judges round or whatever mm. it may be before you can even be selected as as a as a headlining film for that festival. Right, right. And you can't sit there and say that it's a small industry, in my opinion. Yeah. Because if you've got all of these people all doing this one thing and yeah. they're all trying to get there as well, then you know it, you can't sit there and have this ivory tower that the, only, right, right. only a select few get to see. Yeah. Uh, for sure um but yeah no that's that's kind of my view on that that's, <laughs> yeah that's uh 2020 <laughs> 2025 <laughs> one week two weeks in. two weeks in already yeah. in deep cool so we've we've pretty much um answered the next question as well as to what are you really passionate about and i i suppose the main thing right now is film and filmmaking for you right oh 100 um but um my directing teacher at film school was like you need to become a better actor. Right. And at first I was like, what? Yeah. What's that got to do with anything? And then she said the next line, and then that really stuck with me, was if you want to become a better director, you need to become a better actor. And I'm right. like, ah, okay then. I will do it. <laughs> yeah, I'll just do it. So it must be. I will go off and I will start acting. Um, because that's how it worked for me. What really clicked for me, what really clicked with others when they will you know, get to know me is the passion. Right. You know, even if I didn't necessarily have the knowledge or the skills, 
I was passionate enough to just break through all of those and, and do that. So what I'm going to do is just repeat that kind of creative process that I did with film, but take it and put it onto a, more of a, an acting platform right. and see where that kind of takes me. Um, I'm not looking to kind of do it professionally. I mean, that would be great. I mean, it's, you know, you can't complain if you could get to, you know, act, sing yeah. and, and dance. So if you have any, if you have any of the performing arts, man, it's honestly such a gift because, yeah. you know, the, the talent I get to see um, at uni and, you know, when I'm going out to, to events and things like that is incredible. Like, it actually is incredible and so inspiring as well because they have so many different flavors of creativity yeah you know and the same yeah. thing goes for film as well you know you'll have a, a film director that's really really good at horror movies then you'll have another one that wants to be like a youtuber or tiktok and i and like i will have equal respect for them all because they there's so much discipline and there's so much hard work and there's so much mm -hmm. you know technical and creative processes that need to be in place for you to create all of these things and you know there's a lot of collaboration yeah filmmaking especially is all about collaboration you know, you can't do anything on your own. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, for real. Like, you need people that believe in your project. You know, yeah. you need people that want to work with you. And you need you need that crew. You know, you yeah. need that cast. And it's not one person at the end of the day. It never is. You know, unless you want to go into art. Yeah. Then it's, it's yeah, you're really, you're kind of on your own, yeah. really, in that regard. Can you identify a moment where you realized that film was really important to you and that you wanted to pursue it further? Or was it more of a yeah, gradual okay. process? So I called that, like I nicknamed that moment in my life. I nicknamed that the calling. Yeah. And I, I, I like whenever I meet someone, I always try and figure out what, what, what that calling moment was, that moment where they go, actually, that's what I want to do with my life. That's who I want to be. And I'm going to, that, that's what I want to do for the rest of my life. And that's who I am. Um, I think that moment came for me at when I was 12 years old mm -hmm. um, and I watched Fight Club for the first time with David Fincher. <laughs> right, yeah, at I 12 know. years old. Not the best film to watch right. at 12 years old. Um, I must admit, I would not advise that, um, to be honest. Like, don't let your kids watch Fight Club. Um, but it taught me so much about storytelling, mm. what you can really do yeah. with film and cinema. Because at that point, I'd only watched like Disney movies mm. and like Star Wars and Lord of the Rings was out at the time. And so, you know, I was, I was really like young, yeah. young, young to, to not really know cinema. Right. And so that was kind of my real first exposure to it. But after like, it was one of those things where he, as soon as the film ended, I was just there, just staring at the credits with my jaw wide open. Like, I remember it like what, it's yesterday. What? The hell? <laughs> yeah. What? that that's what you can do with the yeah, film and yeah. then that was it next day you know i'm off there looking for for um hollywood directors and this that and the other because i go you know what i want to direct this that's what i want to do i want to be able to direct and tell stories because when i even before then i was always storytelling right yeah you know, whether it was creative writing um or when i was um you know eight or nine years old i used to sketch my own comic books and Little did I know that's technically storyboarding. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, huh. So, it, you know, it kind of all fell into place from that point, I think. And even though it was a long time before I ever picked up a camera, because I didn't pick up my first DSLR until I was 19. So there was a huge gap in, in between that moment where I realized who I, who I am mm -hmm. and the reality of the situation and getting there 
was a whole different story for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, right. Yeah, it actually was. I like it. The Fight Club story. Is really <laughs> good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I'm trying to remember when I saw it the first time. Oh, good. I'm glad you're a fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I liked it. That's the <laughs> bottom line. I, I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, the, the twist, obviously, just oh, blew yeah. me away. It's, it's, it's like, I am you and you're like... It is genuinely like a... What? It's like a Darth Vader level twist. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it is just so mad. And, you know, it has the slogan, you know... The first rule about Fight Club is don't talk about Fight Club. Yeah. And here we are sitting, doing a podcast, talking about this very thing. <laughs> but it's true. Like, it, it, the, the plot twist of that film is yeah. just so iconic. Yeah, If yeah. you've seen the film, then it blows your mind every time. And it's one of those films, even now... What am I? I'm 25 now, so that's what? 13 years later from the first time I ever watched it. I'm still looking at it and finding something new in it. Yeah. That I didn't see the last time. Yeah, and I think the what I like about the whole setup of the story is that it is, I, th- I think it's intrinsically designed to be rewatched, right? Oh yeah, because, absolutely. Because you have that major twist. You're almost tempted to watch it again with that knowledge and look for signs and stuff. Oh right? yeah. So it's, it, it's just, oh, uh, yeah, 100%. that's what you really want. And right? you know, what's even better than that is making all your friends sit down and watch it for the yeah. first time as well. Cause you're just like, Oh, you haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Right, like, what? <laughs> yeah, legit. That is actually it. Yeah. Like watching somebody get their mind blown. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, a, literally, that, treat. that is yeah. literally me on YouTube all the time. Like, I watch reaction videos to all yeah. the things that I like. Like, yeah, yeah, if yeah, I'm yeah. watching a TV show, or show or whatever it may be, a film, I always go onto YouTube and look at reactions. It's a great way yeah. for me as, as, a, as a content creator to see audience yeah. opinion. Well, yeah, for sure. And yeah. but then it's also the entertainment of enjoying, you know, mm. watching something a film that I really enjoy and seeing yeah. someone else enjoy it as well. Or it can be the opposite as well, and seeing, you know, what didn't they like? Yeah. And and why they didn't like it, and you know, their opinion is just as valid um, because you always need that feedback. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, you plateau. You always need something to work towards. And, yeah. And you know, having that is always really important. Um, but when you have those iconic films like Fight Club, it's just, oh, it reminds you <laughs> why you fall in love with cinema, man. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, one of my classmates told me a story I liked. Uh, I forgot who it was, but it was so, uh, a quite well-known director, I think. And then he had a bit of a crisis of faith at some point in his show. Sure. I've had a million. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and I almost, think everybody does. <laughs> and, and almost quit or was thinking about quitting film yeah. and then somebody else a, a fellow director came up to him or, or he told him about it and he said spend um a month watching your favorite movies and he did and he yeah he came back out and the rest is history that kind of thing but yeah, but yeah something i guess yeah happens when you tap back into that energy that initially drew you oh, to it 100 yeah something you know, when Something you go very profound, I guess, about when that. When you go back to those films, you know, the ones that inspired you, you know, you have this unconditional love for those films because they, yeah. they're the ones that got you in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. they're the ones that got you in yeah, it. Yeah, that's a very good way of putting it. Yeah. So, you know, it's always good to kind of go back on yourself because yeah. it, then it reminds you how far you've come as well. Yeah. No matter where you're at. And it re-inspires you and reinvigorates that energy to go, okay, I, 
you know, I've made it this far. Yeah. I could, like... Might as well. I might as well. And then if you decide to to quit, then it's all all well and good. Like, I can completely understand that. Like, I was at a point where I, I, like, I finished... Finished my level three course in film and television production mm-hmm. um, in 2016, I think. And at that point, I was working as a lifeguard right. um, on the side t- to fund my studies. And I got to the point where I was, you know, working full time and, and really going in, into the into lifeguarding. And I was like, I was sitting on that chair one day and I was like, wait, I'm not doing anything film related mm. at all anymore. And like I was genuinely really happy, like I was so content with my life and this that, and the other. Like I was earning a good wage, you know. Life was you know steady, mm-hmm. was stable. Um, I was getting ready for management as well. Like I was like, oh, okay, I can really make a career in in fitness and health. And I was like, yeah, totally in. <laughs> but as you mentioned, funnily enough, I went back and watched all my old favorite films. Ah right. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Yeah. And that was probably the the worst thing I could have done for yeah. that version of me. Yeah, yeah. But it turned out to be the best decision I ever made because yeah. then I was like, why just go back to the film industry? Yeah. I made enough contacts yeah. and this, that, and the other when I was studying. Why don't I just knock on a door, and give mm-hmm. them a call, see, you know, see what happens, see if I can yeah, get back see in. See what happens, yeah. And then one day I got that call to go back and I was like, yeah, I'm in. All in. It took me a while, not gonna lie. When I got back, I was like, wait, how do I make a short film again? Yeah. Like, I'd spent so much yeah. time away. And you're absolutely right. It, it, you can just walk away from it just as easy. And it's all right. I think a lot of people are also scared to do that. What? To, to, so, so they spend all this time and they invest all their energy into making creative things, mm-hmm. whether it be art or music or film. And, you know, they reach a point where they go, actually, Maybe I just want to do something else. Yeah. And I feel like people shouldn't be afraid of doing that. Yeah. Just as much as people shouldn't be afraid of going in. Right. Like, it is genuinely a career in an industry. Like, yes, you can put all your time and effort into it. But if you're not happy, or if you want to do something else, that's also okay. Mm-hmm. You know? And if you decide that you want to come back to it, that's okay. Like, and I think... I think people put too much pressure on themselves yeah. when they're yeah. when they're creatives to, to always be creative. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, you are a person as well. You do have needs as well. Like, if you want to go off and raise a family, that's totally okay. If you want to go off and you know travel the world, that's also fine. Mm-hmm. Like, don't feel that you have to constantly fight this uphill battle with the industry yeah. to try to yeah. be something, whatever it may be. Like, you you, you can be that one person because i see it and, I, and it really it gets me down because they're down yeah you know they're really quite upset because they're they, you know they're they're, they're to- tolling and tolling and tolling away and they're just not getting anywhere um and you know and it's just goes no you, sometimes going stepping back mm-hmm. can actually lead you to go move two steps forward yeah, yeah you yeah. know and i actually met someone not too long ago um and she's a really close friend of mine and she's an actress mm-hmm. and She's reached a point in her career where she goes, well, actually, I don't really think I want to do acting anymore. And I was like, okay, you know, take a step back. Do you, do you? Um, and she's come back now and she's a singer. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes it might not be that you, that maybe you actually should pursue a different yeah. creative pathway. Yeah. And that you, that you wouldn't necessarily have done if you had just stayed in the same place and constantly 
yeah. toiled away. Yeah. What you just said about stepping back made me think about just resting in general mm-hmm. and in from my point of view in today's world there's a tendency of just going and it's like if you try hard enough it will work and if you try hard and long enough and it's just like go 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 but the resting aspect of everything really gets just a bit overlooked sometimes oh absolutely and, uh, i uh, when i was still dancing a lot more than than i am now I was the same. I had the same mentality. Just practice, practice, practice all the time, and then you'll, you'll, you know, you'll reach that point, whatever it is. It really messed me up a bit as well, yeah, it physically, does, it? because it, well, it's it's like a a logical uh, calculation. You know, if you just practice and never rest, you, you will break at some point. But I just I didn't see it at the time, and then I I joined a a training program, and someone actually said, you know, resting is like. 30% of the whole thing there's like 30% training 30% resting and I forgot what the the third third was and I had completely overlooked that yeah. for me it was always just like okay practice is like 80% yeah and rest didn't even feature in my mindset I guess 100% like I used to be that person as well yeah like I used to just be like no yeah. Film is everything. Yeah. Nothing else matters. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just day in, day out. Like yeah. it and burns you out. It burns yeah. you out. And then one day I realized I had no friends. Yeah. And I was like, wait, where did all my friends go? I was yeah. like, oh yeah, I stopped hanging out with them. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, you're an idiot. I did that too. I, I did the exact same thing, the uh, um, neglecting my social life. Yeah. Because I thought, you know, it would give me more time. But it just backfires. It massively. does backfire on you, and you just sit there on on your ones, and you're just like, what the fuck? What have I really achieved right now? Yeah. <laughs> like I like yeah. Yeah. And I think if you have that time to rest, you know, if you take that time hmm. to kind of have a life, and 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 I think the thing with creative industries as well, it's a whole different world. Like it really is. Like the people that you meet, then mm-hmm. you know, it's so different to the real world. And if yeah. you spend too much time in that creative bubble and not enough time as a human being in the real world, yeah. you know, pursuing your own aspirations and goals, yeah. you know, not just the creative ones, you feel a lot better. Mm-hmm. You do. You genuinely feel a lot better when you're doing both. Yeah. And when I was, you know, all in with film, yes, I had all this knowledge and this, that, and the other, but it made me, you know, quite sour. Right. If I'm honest, because it just was just, <laughs> and I didn't realize because yeah, I'm happy yeah. doing film and this, that, and the other. Yeah, but there was no s- satisfaction or, or yeah. fulfillment in my own personal life that it goes well. It's no point if if I lose myself in the process. Yeah, and so much of being a creative is putting your own energy and your own flavor to that. Yeah, and if you don't know who you are as a person, then then that doesn't reflect in your films. You know, when you have that balance. Mm-hmm. your personality shines so much more in, in your work and it makes it so much more unique yeah I think when you do it that way for sure it's uh, it's actually on my my uh, inspiration wall um, like I wrote it down a quote and I I had this point last year when I was I was uh, studying English and I was um, in the library a lot and reading and blah blah 
and I kept coming home and feeling like, man, you know, I'm, I'm not really happy, right? Even yeah, though yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm killing it studying. And, and then I found it somewhere. Um, I think it was, I, I was reading the four hour work week. I don't know if you know it. It's a, No, I don't. Um, it sounds uh, like a great work week. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah it's, a, it, it's a great title. Uh-huh. It's, it's not exactly that, but sure. kind of. But it's a uh, uh, Timothy Ferris, like this big time entrepreneur. Uh, he he wrote a couple of um, very famous self improvement books, and one of them is the Four Hour Work Week. Amazing. And it's a lot about you know how you can work smart and and uh, reduce time of doing stuff you don't want to do and stuff. Uh, and in it, there was this um, quote that said, uh, "Don't expect." work relationships to fill a void that non-work related activities should yes and i read it and it just you know it was as if someone had put the coin in like it just clicked and i was like oh my god i'm exactly doing that it was just i was trying to balance out something i wanted like more social activity i guess i was trying to balance that out with more work yeah yeah absolutely and i think having said that you also see that happen a lot when people go through hard times yeah and you know and they bury themselves in their work especially creatives yeah yeah because they need to express themselves (laughs) you know i'm I'm going through some things i need to like do this yeah um i need to do this dance piece or i need to really express myself as a filmmaker or whatever it may be and you do end up in that exact same situation where you try and fill a void. Yeah. And it's not good yeah, for you. Yeah. It isn't. But, I mean, you can't help it sometimes, and I can totally mm. understand that. But I think the best thing to do is, at least if you can identify that's the problem, mm-hmm. then you've already won half the battle. Yeah. Because once you identify it, yeah. you can solve it. Exactly. And First step's always acknowledging your problem, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I'm, I'm sure any alcoholic or, yeah. or anyone like of that... Yeah. type will we'll say the same thing yeah you know if you once you identify the problem and you admit there's a problem yeah you can solve it and yeah. it'll lead, ultimately lead a better life in general for sure it's that uh jack sparrow quote <laughs> like <laughs> don't get me started with jack sparrow okay <laughs> the the problem's not the problem the problem's your attitude about the problem that is so it yeah for real and i i love that so much because suddenly the problem seems a lot less problematic i guess or so i it's just i don't know yeah I, man. I like those i like the character in general it, oh yeah he well. has these occasional bursts of wisdom <laughs> every once in a while he's not had any wrong or something. yeah yeah <laughs> or oh, when he's sobered up yeah yeah, okay. yeah and i i love it because it's uh there's some depth to it even oh, though yeah. he, he seems to be such an idiot yeah, but it's yeah. It's but you know what? Character. It's a it's it's a good bluff as well. Yeah. To just be this bumbling buffoon, <laughs> when really you know yeah. exactly what you're doing. Yeah. Like I could totally relate to that because, mm. for me, it helps me to deal with the stress, to be kind of idiotic or playful. Right. Right. And yeah. to just kind of let go, and not to take it too seriously. Right, right. Because once I start taking it seriously, then I start getting stiff and I start getting, you know, it's not good for my creative projects or anything like that. Yeah. You know, if I if I can stay relaxed as much as I can, then yeah. it's always better. It always comes out better, always looks better. Um, 
mm-hmm. you know the story feels more real when I'm mm-hmm. speaking to mm-hmm. actors because you know if you have that that mindset that you you know you're just making a film you know yeah. and that's what you love doing and that's yeah. you know you really you know you you're just having a, a blast on set you know you're having fun putting it together in the edit um, then it, it all kind of it all just falls into place magically somehow yeah. <laughs> and you're very yeah, grateful yeah, yeah. for it and but then there's so much anxiety to that as well beforehand there's so much anxiety it's mad it's actually just not okay yeah (laughs) yeah it's not okay it's not okay (laughs) it's we had this this moment and it 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 stuck with me so much it was like week one okay of my and and i've just come out of um term one film school for you at home listening uh and it was like week one or two and we have this great great um main professor and he said with a with like a cheeky grin he said yeah um, anxiety levels will skyrocket within the next couple of weeks and i was sitting there you know all cool like oh, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah you sure. don't believe it yeah. I, I was like i was i wasn't believing it yeah, and for then, sure. then like not even a week later i was like yeah they got me good <laughs> <laughs> stitched you right yeah, up. yeah yeah and I, I was oh yeah it's so true and i was like yeah all right this time, this time they were right. <laughs> I, I'm scared. It's so yeah. bad. And nobody, yeah. nobody can prepare you for it. Yeah. Because it comes from yourself. Yeah. And, you know, what you've seen and done in your life up to that point to yeah. then be on a project. You really, what I like best about that is that you really discover yourself. Yes. And you really explore yourself. Yes. Not just in the positive ways, but also in the negative ones as well, you know, and you see what your fears are and you see all the, you know, all the things that really actually really get to you emotionally. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that anxiety, although it's intense, overwhelmingly intense, it pushes you. Yeah. It pushes you because if you don't move, yeah, that anxiety will swallow you whole. Yeah. And you are like, no, not today. And it's like it's like a, it's like a battle. Today. It's yeah. not today. Yeah. Like I'm yeah, not yeah. doing this. We are not going through this motion. I am going on that set, and I'm doing what I need mm-hmm. to do. And you, go, you're not going to stop me, you know. And that's a conflict and an internal battle that was in you, and nobody else knew it. You know, you're sitting on set, and nobody knew that you went. Through yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I. That's what I loved. And you ask people like, "Was it okay? You know, did I? Was I really nervous?" And they're like, "Yeah, you look really calm." And you're like, oh, <laughs> okay, thank God, I was dying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah right. you know. And then, like, now that I've started acting, yeah, I've just escalated that anxiety even no. more. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> this gets worse. Yeah. So, like, I absolutely have the highest respect for actors all all times. Yeah, because you know they have to literally make themselves so emotionally open in front of a camera, in front of a crew that mm. they don't know, and they have to, you know, be truthful. In that scene, yeah, right. and remember their lines, know all their blocking, you know, and then to be able to repeat a performance again and again and again for for the takes, yeah. And you know, it's a lot, it's a lot, and you know, people think, oh yeah, you just you just play pretend all day, and like, no, it's a real serious craft. Like it is a craft, like all of the creative industries, all of them are craft. Like everyone thinks, oh wow, you're so talented, and you're like, no, it was just repetition and practice ah mm-hmm. oh, amen like yes it was just yeah man practice it's a uh, i always found um when i was 
telling people I didn't really know that uh, that I was into breakdance. No, you're the, into breakdance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, so dope. No, dude. Oh, I to tell you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's so dope. But, I didn't realize you looked, they were interested in that. But um, a response I got a couple of times was, oh, I could never do that, or I wish I could do that. And I was like, but you can. You can. <laughs> you can. It's just, yeah, it's literally, it's that. You know, I, I, I'm going in, how, God knows how many times a week, and just yeah. do this stuff over and over again until it feels natural, I exactly. guess. And it's... if you were to do the same, but yeah. voila. That's all you got to do. Like, everyone thinks it's this mystical, magical yeah. thing to yeah. be creative. And you're like, no, just go. I mean, you can literally go down to your local library, pick up a book yeah. about whatever, you know, music, dance, da 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 and that will give you enough information mm-hmm. to feel confident in in pursuing yeah a, a, a creative craft and you know and then you you can i mean if even if reading isn't your strong suit you know just attending a class yeah you don't have to do you don't have to go oh yeah i want to be a dancer and you know be off auditioning and and practicing or well wait you should always do it because you love it yeah like if it, i don't know if it was for you but it, for me Filmmaking, photography, that was all a hobby, yeah. originally. Yeah, yeah. Going to cinema was a hobby. And I'm just turning my hobby into my career. And that's all I'm really trying to do. Just in the same way other people do the exact same thing. You know, they really like flowers, so they open a florist. Yeah. yeah. You know, they really <laughs> like coffee, they open up a coffee shop. Yeah. You know, it is that same thing. Uh-huh. And I think if your passion is there, you'll always find your feet eventually. And, you know, I think as well, coming into film school... And being course rep, I talk to a lot of the students and, you know, some of them have a lot of anxieties and fears. Mm-hmm. This is understandable, you know, mm-hmm. they're coming into it fresh, you know, and it's a really overwhelming if you've, you know, just gone to school, you know, had maybe a few jobs here and there. Yeah. And now you're in this really intense world of, of, of creative industries. It can be really overwhelming. But every every time I say to them, I was in your shoes. Like yeah. you, you do start from the bottom, and everyone starts from the bottom. And it, it, I almost look at it like it's the gym, right? You know, if you yeah. sit there, you yeah. go to the gym. You know, you lift a few weights, you go out, you leave. You know, no matter what starting point you're at, whether you're super skinny or you're a bit wide, you know, you're all. You're, the main thing was that you showed up, yes. and that you did it. You know, yes. that's the main thing. Yeah. Everything else, Surely even, if it, even yeah. if it went terrible, even if you went on set and it was terrible, you showed up. Yeah. And you did it. And and that's it. And the next time you're in the gym, somehow it's a little bit easier than it was the last yeah. time. Yeah. And it's just that constant repetition. And then, you know, I feel, I get it when, when you know, you're, you're fresh in it and you see this big, massive bodybuilder and he's, 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 really, he's really ripped and ready to go. And you're like, and then you're just there. I love it. You know, you have that level of experience. You know, you go to film school, you see a director who's doing their first yeah. feature film, and you can be really intimidated by that. You can sit there and go, whoa, I am nowhere near as good as this mm. guy. But you are as good as this guy. Yeah. You just need to get that experience yeah. to meet him on his level. Yeah. You know, and that's all it is. It's just, you get there eventually, and you grow at your own mm-hmm. rate. And you should never rush yourself. Absolutely never rush yourself. And you, you'll find your way. You always will. It's just, yeah, going. Mm-hmm. Showing up. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to do. Everything else will figure itself out. 
Yeah, man, but totally agree. I felt like sometimes it really came down to something as simple as just just show up on time. That's like just to show that you're ready. Yeah. Or as ready as you can be, I guess. Yeah. And just keep showing up and uh, for yourself, I yeah. guess. Oh, absolutely. Most of all. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Because the only person you really have to please is yourself. Yeah. Absolutely, in anything that you do in life. Uh, I was wondering because we we uh, noticed that there is a lot of anxiety and stress within this industry. Do yeah. you have any any habits or rituals to kind of keep it in check, or things that you do to keep my anxiety in check to to mm. deal with it? I guess that's a really really good question. I don't know. See, I. <laughs> I have this really toxic relationship with my anxiety. <laughs> so, like, part of me just really loves it. <laughs> Even though it's really freaking me out. Right. So, I'm probably the worst person you could have asked that question to. <laughs> <laughs> because I have no solution for that. Right, right. Um, I just kind of embrace it. Know that it's kind of... It's almost like the weather. Like, it's just... It's raining now. But, like, it will pass. And the mm. moment that it passes... And you're on that set. Like, I will, I'm so bad. Like, I will, I will literally be in the bathroom th throwing my guts up literally 10 minutes before I'm on set. Right. Like, I will get stage fright and everything all the way up until that point. And then I'll, I'll be on set. And it was like I was born to be there. Right. Okay. And, and so, like, I can't okay. really say there's much in terms of de-stressing. I yeah. think maybe, like, I think tea... That helps. Just having like if I just come in and just like oh, I really like a cup of tea, something to eat. Just kind of settle myself in. Sometimes right. I'll go on set, or I'll go to a production, and I'll deliberately be early to avoid my yeah. anxiety. Actually, that oh yeah, that's a good one. Actually. To avoid what? To avoid the anxiety, oh, I will right. show up early, right. earlier than perhaps I need to. Yeah. So that I, that way I feel like nobody's waiting around for me. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know. That I'm comfortable in my environment. Yeah. I'm, I'm aware of the environment before the whole cast and crew like dives yeah, in, yeah. and it's, it's, just, it's a thirty-man squad or whatever it may be, <laughs> you know. And it's, yeah. and the madness ensues. You know, just being able to just kind of take a minute, ground myself, and be like, okay, mm. it's all right. It's not too bad. It's only it's only a shoot day, and then and then that shoot day can be fourteen hours. It can be two hours. Doesn't yeah. matter. Everybody's different. Yeah, yeah. and I think. You don't put too much stress mm. on trying to be like anybody else. You just do what feels comfortable for you. You know, be humble. You don't mm -hmm. um, don't get too ahead of yourself. You know, even if you're on this big, big set, big production, the next day you can be on a student film. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. Don't let ego and all of this stuff get to you as well, because that will. That will trip you up just as much as the anxiety will. Yeah. And it's a really hard balance, actually. B between what? Between anxiety and the ego as well. Right. Because you, right. you can be... Yeah, it's really... a, there's seduction everywhere, oh, yeah. right? Like, yeah, the, yeah. the payoffs are so good, you're like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lap it up. <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But sometimes, so, you know, yeah. it's well-deserved. Yeah. And you go, yeah, fair enough. Well, yeah, and I think that the, that's another line... You know, at the same time, and especially also within this industry, it's it's kind of a cliche that 
you know, people are assholes. Yeah, yeah. Th- th- these these things and bother it, me. Yeah, and like, it's it sucks because you know, uh, on the one hand, it kind of implies that you have to become an asshole become an to asshole. make it to that's absolutely not true top at all. And then uh, me too. I I refuse to. Yeah, believe that you don't. You don't. You don't have to become an asshole. And also, you're allowed to enjoy yourselves and to enjoy the fruit yeah. of your labor, and it doesn't absolutely it, if you do it in like a, a good way, quote unquote. You're not an asshole for like enjoying yourself and enjoying yeah, I mean, what you the, did. At the end of the day, you put all that time and effort in. Yeah, and you know if something really picks up, this industry is huge. Mm. It's huge. Like it's not just this small little community is massive if you include everyone it's a huge community you know people just did that doing just classes or people that are just making short films in their bedroom or whatever it may be like yeah you know and then you've got obviously the big hollywood productions and this that and the other and that is small but that's like the rest of society there's the one percent yeah yeah, yeah. you know yeah there's that one percent and everybody's lording over the one percent you know right the oscars the Golden globes Netflix, that's all the 1% of a massive industry. Because you, if you look at the indie community... It's just as massive, no? It's or, Yeah, it's yeah. massive. It's beyond massive. Yeah. You know, you got all... Because the indie community is very much... We're all in this together. Yeah. Like, you know, they're very proud to represent their nation. Yeah. They're proud to represent, you know, where they come from. Um, they have all different types of styles and backgrounds. And you're, you know... You have that environment where you're all in it together mm-hmm. and you all love cinema. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people don't realise that side of the industry. Whereas, you know, music is a bit different. If you look at music, you have the 1%, mm-hmm. you have pop music. And then you have all these different indies, styles and genres, and they're just as acceptable. You know, you can walk up to someone and ask them about Ariana Grande but then you could talk about bring me to the horizon right and there'll be completely different genres completely different styles but they'll know about them yeah you know yeah but you don't have that for film right for film you don't have that it's there's the odeon and the films that you show there there's netflix and all the streaming services yeah you know and that's the general public's perception of cinema yeah and that's it yeah 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 but if you look at it from our point of view you know that it's massive. You know, how many festivals are there? There's Too so many. There's, there's so many yeah, festivals. Yeah. It's, you can literally be on Film Freeway for days and still not see every single festival that's on there. Yet, you know, they'll only talk about the main, like these big three. Yeah. yeah. You know, Cannes and, and DIFF and um, what's the other one? Oh, Sundance. Yeah. 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 And you're there like, yeah, that's all well and good. But there's hundreds more. Yeah. Hundreds and hundreds more. And you can get your foot stuck in. Literally. And some of these festivals, you don't even have to pay for entry. Yeah. You know, there's no restriction. Just submit it. And then all of a sudden, you've got your film in a festival. And then people take notice of you. And yeah, and I look at that system as well as as, as almost like the gym. Uh-huh. You know, you start off with the smaller festivals and you work your way up. Yeah, yeah. But like yeah. that is a totally yeah. viable option for people. You don't have to sit there and make this massive production yeah. and send it off to Cannes straight away. Like, don't shoot your shot. Yeah. You know, enjoy the uh-huh. enjoy the process. Like, it's not about the destination at all. It's the journey. 
mm-hmm. you know, and you've got to look at it and enjoy each aspect of it. And that's how I look at it. And that's how I kind of keep myself grounded is yeah. that I'm not trying to, sh- to shoot for the moon. I'm here to just do what I love. Mm-hmm. And every so often, every now and again, I go up a level. Yeah. And then once that level's gone, I appreciate this new environment that I'm in and, and, and just enjoy that. Like there is no rush in any of the industries to to feel that you have to kind of be this overnight sensation. Mm. Like that's just a media spin. Yeah. You know, this overnight sensation thing. Like you don't it doesn't really work out when you do it that way. I mean look at yeah. Look at people like you, you know, that, that do the X Factor and things like that. You know, they're really good, really talented people, but I feel like you're putting too much on them too quickly. You're taking them straight off the street mm-hmm. and then putting them right at the top of the game. Yeah. And how do they cope with that? You know, how does anyone cope with that? It is a way that leads to a lot of problems. Yeah. Because you haven't had that kind of experience of, of working through all the different levels and making mm-hmm. all the contacts and this, that and the other. So when things go wrong for you, it goes really wrong. Yeah. Whereas, you know, when you've kind of worked up each level, it's almost like just doing a regular, regular job. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's what I like about the indie world. You know, I don't have to be famous or this, that and the other to do what I want to do. You know, I have that kind of wall there and I don't want that. You know, I don't necessarily want to be recognized or da, 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 in that way. I want my work to be recognized by my peers, but not necessarily general audiences. Yeah. Maybe when I'm older, maybe that would be, you know, a viable option. Yeah. You go, actually, you know, I want to make something for, for a really wide audience. But when you're learning your craft and you're just enjoying the, the process, mm-hmm. then that doesn't really need to be there right now. Yeah. I don't feel like you should just love it. And yeah. then, and <laughs> just love it and then it will be fine. Like, it's okay. I like it a lot because I myself, I'm, I'm very prone to stressing, you know, just stressing myself out because... Yeah. It's that yeah, and, and it's yeah. such a, a film, filmmaking student sickness. You're you like googling, oh, when did Spielberg make his first movie? And it's like twenty six, and you're like, oh my god. Oh, no, you don't know? tell me you do that to yourself. Uh, oh, that. Hurts. No, no, I, I try to not. Do yeah, it anymore, please don't but, do that. But it's um, first of all, there's no good. There's yeah, like there's no comparison coming from it, and um, yeah, I, I like that you said there's no rush. There is no because rush. I feel like a lot of the time we only highlight we only highlight those people who got into the game really young. Yes, at and the moment there is that yeah, vibe, that aspect of it. It's it's um, at the moment, and uh, I was reading oh. this. Um, what was that nineteen-year-old um, kid that made his first feature, like, and he's been making really big waves? just now yeah like just oh, now like know, last year know. yeah bfi and everything is really on him yeah and you know they're really lauding and praising him and fair play fair play to him um but uh, me personally as an artist if that happened to me i'd be fucking shitting it yeah like i'd be like whoa <laughs> whoa 19 i couldn't i couldn't cope with that i don't think yeah i think you know i'm glad i'm doing it the way that i want to do it yeah and not that and that works for me because i know that if i was in his position mm-hmm. that i couldn't handle what he's dealing with right now yeah 100 percent. 
I couldn't and wouldn't want to probably as well. <laughs> like, you, and you were stressing about you know Steven Spielberg making his first fi- film. Was it feature with twenty six? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first I, feature. I think so. yeah. Okay, yeah. So then, yeah, that, that's not a big deal. And to be honest, our industry is quite ageist anyway. Yeah. You know, they don't like us young. No, yeah, yeah. They really don't See, like. But those are like those paradoxes sometimes yeah. where you're like, oh, everybody wants to be really quick but at the same time age is almost like a quality stamp or something yeah absolutely and it doesn't make any sense right i mean there's so many juxtapositions and hypocrisies in our industry and you're just there like wait what yeah (laughs) Yeah. so you're gonna praise one person for being really young but then you're not gonna help another person because he's too young yeah and you're like wait what yeah what does that mean (laughs) so like you're there and you're just like well, what do I do? Yeah, right. And, um, I was I was reading this interview with uh, Michael Haneke, and only then found out that he directed his first feature with uh, Forty Six. Yeah, and I was like, can we, can we please highlight more of those people as well, just to have some sense of perspective, I guess, because I, I feel sometimes like what we get now is just young people who made it, so everybody starts believing you know you have to be young to make it or something no, or you, well, that's, yeah. absolutely, that's absolutely not true at all yeah um with cinema especially yeah if you look back on it all the big film directors were you know in their 40s right you know when they were like really big. hitting it big yeah. you know that was yeah. when they were that was their prime yeah i believe that your prime as a director is in your 40s yeah one hundred percent, because you have old. Yeah, oh, one hundred percent. That's great news. Man. Like I personally think that because when you look at the history of cinema and you look at the film directors, mm. and all their best work came out when they were, yeah, middle aged. Yeah, you know when they were forty, fifty. Yeah, and they actually learned their creative process, and they made all the contacts when they're twenty, thirty. Yeah, that I think is what tears, sets people apart is whether or not they have the patience. Mm-hmm. I think cinema is overlooked in that regard nowadays by young people. When they want to get into to film, they you know they really just want to be hit it big and be famous and this, that and the other. And I'm like, that's not what cinema's about. That's not what it's about at all. You know, if you wanted to be an actor, then yeah, that's a perfectly valid reason to be an actor. You know, so many actors, mm-hmm. you know, that is, that's normal. Music, music as well, you know, I just want to be, you know, known for my music, this, that, the other. But you can't really be known as a film director when you're young, I believe. I feel like your films can, 100%. And, you know, you can network and be respected in your industry at a young age. But I feel like audience recognition and all of this stuff, that comes when you're older. Yeah, and you know I work on the basis that I want to do less but make it of, of quality mm-hmm. and that everything up until that point until that point of I hit 30, 40 is just practice yes and whether it does whether it does really well at a festival mm. whether it doesn't doesn't matter The ma- what matters for me is that I got through a whole production script production post 
Yeah. And then sent it off to distribution. And then I repeat, it's the repetition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah. But we're back again to the repetition yeah. again. And it's just that going back and around and around and around. And eventually, you know, I'll feel confident enough to go, okay, now I think I'm ready for a feature film. Now I think I'm ready to sell my script to, to studios and, and things like that. Mm. And I don't want to, you don't want to shoot your shot too early if you don't feel yeah. ready. And if you've, I mean, by all means, if you feel ready and, you're, and you've got that down, then go for it. But if you don't feel ready, then that's totally cool as well. Because I don't feel ready. And if I'm sitting here doing a podcast telling you I'm not ready, then it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like um, what, what you said. Don't shoot your shot too early. Yeah. I like it. Don't like shoot it. your shot too early. Because yeah. you never know. Yeah. Because if you had just waited, that shot might have landed. Yeah. And it's just about making sure that all of the pieces align for you to go and make that move. And until you have all of those pieces, don't do it. Nice. Um, magic moments. Does any specific moment come to mind that was magic to you? Does it happen always in film? Maybe it never happens on film, but with something else. That happens but... in real life. Yeah. yeah. Um, God. I think I always have at least one magic moment in any production. Right. Yeah. That I, I direct. There's always this one scene, yeah. this one shot where I go, this is why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> this, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, off, after all of this, you know, stress yeah. and work, yeah, yeah. there's this one moment that happens and you, you think you can fly, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that yeah. moment where you think, wow. Yeah. The, the, the whatever it may be the, the creative energy or 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 the success of, of getting the take that you wanted or or whatever it may be it just clicks yeah and you're like yeah this is what it was all about this was why it was all worth it um i think the last time i had that was on my recent production for film school on my twitter film um where we did this scene and um and i acted in it mm -hmm. and i was acting in this scene and it's a it's an action piece mm -hmm. this 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 particular scene and i was super nervous about it prior the hand i wasn't feeling well i was terribly sick with flu no oh, no and i was like right okay i gotta act like i felt the worst mood that day i was so just ready to just go to bed and just oh. cry in a corner <laughs> <laughs> like literally it was to that point and then we did the scene we did the wide shot of the scene where we just got to play out the whole thing from start to finish and it looked amazing and i looked at it and i was like i did that yeah. oh, are you serious yes. i did that and, yeah. and like you just don't believe yeah that anything of quality could ever come out of you and yeah. then it just does and you're just like there and you just this is why i'm here yeah this is why i pursued this this is why yeah i gave up everything to go off and, and be creative like yeah there is totally that moment and I love that moment and you know it's so fleeting as well mm. like it doesn't last for very long no but it's there and then and briefly and, yeah. then, and you just know it and then that puts you in a good mood for yeah. the rest of the day rest of the shoot yeah you know and that's that I love those magic moments 100% it makes it so worth it same thing when I'm screenwriting as well when I'm sitting in that room day in day out and that page is still blank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then one day, yeah. it all finally clicks. And then you've got yourself a whole 
film and yeah. you're there like wow and i think that's i think that's another thing about the film industry is it's all about patience yeah and it's almost like fishing you have to kind of <laughs> uh-huh. you have to throw the the, the reel right in right and then yes. just patiently wait I never thought about that, but it makes complete sense. Yeah. Yeah, it is like fishing. Like yeah. You're just waiting for that good idea, that right thing to kind of show up. Yeah. And that's why with my productions, I always like to take my time. Yeah. Because I feel like the best ideas come if you're relaxed. Yeah. And that you can just be like free to explore. Mm. You know, if you you know you, obviously you you'll have pressures and and timelines and deadlines that you have to kind of stick to, but if you can create mm. as much free time to, 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 to get it all in and as much time as you yeah. feel like you need the better it will always come out rather than trying to like trying to do it all in you know a matter of days having said that I do like a 48 hour film challenge I think those <laughs> I, yeah, do, yeah. I do like yeah, those, yeah, yeah. Those, that is a vibe like I just throwing a bunch of people in a room and going right make a film yeah. that, that is good exercise it's good yeah. it's good yeah. practice at the same time, <laughs> yeah. when I'm serious, take my time. Yeah. When I want to really push myself to my absolute creative limit, I'll I'll do like a, I'll do a 48 hour mm. film challenge or something like that, just to just to really put everything on the line and see if we can create something interesting. I was reading through my notes from this term, and uh, just a random note at some point, it said. I love this today or today I love this mm-hmm. and I, I just scribbled it in uh, on that day and it was the exact same thing I had a day apparently where I, I was really feeling it and I felt like I have to write it down to remind remind myself yeah it was it was good yeah <laughs> uh, today so... I love this yeah and you have like nine days where you hate it or something oh 100 percent. Yeah. those nine days where you hated it i bet you hated it yeah yeah like, like genuinely ugh. disgust yeah, yeah. for <laughs> yeah, real yeah, yeah. Disgust. Like, ugh. like you feel ugh. like yeah. who am i yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> who am i what, what am i doing with my life <laughs> yeah yeah i'm like talentless <laughs> yeah you put yourself through oh, it like, yeah. you do everyone does yeah and if they don't they're lying okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are lying they're, to they're you. lying or, or they haven't really tried, like, what hard enough, or like, or, or they they didn't actually try and really go through the whole process. Yeah, right? because I feel like it's it's almost. Uh, I feel like you can't have one without the other. Yeah, yeah, it's inherent in yeah. in that whole. Um, I know for me, with my anxiety, because I actually suffer from social anxiety and depression anyway as, as a mental health issue. Oh really? Yes. Yeah, so then to top to top it off. <laughs> To then be like, okay, I'm going in creative industry. La, 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 la. <laughs> to then heighten that anxiety and then to then, you know. See, that. that's what I love about this tour is that, in a way, it's inherently dramatic, right? Because why on earth would someone yeah. who, you know, you're not particularly drawn to those situations. Why would you voluntarily throw yourself into it? And that's yeah. why what, what I love about this tour, you meet so many people... Yeah. Who do it just like you, just, you know? Just like you, yeah. And uh, takes an incredible willpower, it take, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 100%. It takes a massive amount of willpower. Yeah. Because, as I said earlier, there has to be that balance mm. of, of who you are in the creative industries and who you are in the real world. Yeah. And that divide can be so dramatically different. 
Right. You know, who I actually am. Yeah. And who I am as a filmmaker are two different people. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. Like, it's insane. Like, and then as you said, like, why on earth would you do this to mm-hmm. yourself? Yeah. When, when yeah. you are the complete opposite <laughs> of what this industry needs you to be, why would you then yes. go off and dive straight yes. in like a madman? Yeah. And you're there like, it's because I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just an unconditional love that like... You just kind of have to do it, right? I have it's, to do it yeah. no matter what. And, yeah. you know, even if I decide to, to end my career in film, I think I'll always be creative in some aspect of my life. Like, I don't see my life without it. Mm. It is all who I am. It's what's got me through tough times in my life. But I think creativity in general is such a gift. And if you have that gift, you owe it to yourself. You don't owe it to anyone else. You owe it to yourself to pursue it and to see how far it would you would actually go. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not. you should never do it for any other reason than that. If I'm honest. Nice. Dream collaborators. What? Yes. I like this. Man, I don't even... Okay, I, okay, right. Um, um, okay, I wasn't ready for that question. <laughs> okay. Let's make it interesting. Dead or alive? I can go for the dead. Okay. Um, hmm. Dream collaborators. So I'm, I'm guessing I would be in the director's seat. Whatever, yeah. Right? yeah okay, yeah, yeah. so okay. if I was directing and I could have... My dream cast, crew, ooh, that's such a hard question. You know what, change my mind. I would write a script and I would get Akira Kurosawa to direct it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 100%. Yeah. Um, okay, so then at the moment our film's looking pretty dated, so I'd have someone modern come in. Um, go for oh, see I don't know my DOPs and my sound people about just as well yeah but yeah. um if I could have my dream collaboration I would then have John Williams score in it doing the music who did what in the past again John Williams so you're oh looking John at... Williams yeah John Williams oh sorry I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 no, <laughs> I, I know John Williams sorry yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think I'd have John Williams doing that yeah um you know what? He isn't an editor, but I'd get him to do it. I'd do. Uh, I'd just get him to do it. Quentin Tarantino. I'll get him to, to edit. To edit. To edit the Kurosawa movie. Yes. What? Yes, I would totally get yeah. Quentin Tarantino to edit an Akira Kurosawa movie. That sounds nuts. With yeah. a John Williams score, and then and then with a color palette of of Wes Anderson. That would be me. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That would be my film done. Yeah. Like, I, that is everything. I think that would be a mad, mad collaboration. A mad lad collaboration. Mad, yeah, lads on tour. Yeah. <laughs> with a Kira Kurosawa. <laughs> oh, man. It sounds good. I like it. I, I, I mean, I would see that multiple times for sure. Yeah, whatever they came up with. Like, imagine that, like, the poster. Yeah, man, man, that poster would bomb. Tarantino, anything, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, what? What is going on? We need to go right now. That would literally be it. Yeah. And I think the film I would write for them to make, 
I think would totally be a sci-fi western. Right. But I mean, it's Akira Kurosawa, so so it would be samurai. So it would be a samurai <laughs> sci-fi western. Oh, that was so cool. So cool. That would be so lit. Yeah. I would love that. Okay, that was an awesome question. What about you, though? What would you be your dream collaboration? I didn't expect you turning the question. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I was thinking yesterday that because I was uh, I got this do the right thing poster and uh, I oh I love Spike Lee man. I saw the movie for the first time quite recently and it just blew my mind. I thought it was so great and uh, uh, I I thought I. Um, I would love to work with John Turturro. That is, that's such a good choice. Oh my god! But yeah, yeah. Because I don't know. It just seems like uh, such an interesting guy. You know, you have like stuff like that. Do the right thing, and then uh, Barton Fink, but then also Transformers, and it, I don't know. It's just yeah. I've always loved John Turturro as an actor, and I think what was my favorite film by John. And I haven't even seen that, like, I haven't seen his whole body, body of work, work or yeah. anything, but I, I, I've i seen a couple, and uh, it's what you said about flavour before, you know, there's, like, people who have a, a distinct flavour, and, you know, there, there's the John Turturro flavour, right? Yeah, and you know it's John Turturro the moment yeah. he's on screen, and, yeah, yeah you know it, you yeah. know, and, you know, you'll have those, It's I think it's a lot more easily identifiable in actors. Mm-hmm. Um, than it is with, say, directors. I think, right. I think you... I mean, obviously you'll have people like Quentin Tarantino, Martin Scorsese, you know, Wes Anderson. You'll have all of those that have very distinct mm-hmm. styles. Yeah. And you know that you're watching a Tarantino film. You know that you're watching... You know, you know you're watching a Kurosawa film, to be fair. Yeah. You know, you, the moment you, you step into that world, you're in their world. Um... But with actors, it's so easy. Like Jim Carrey, Will Smith, yeah, you yeah. know what, what what they're about because they bring their own personality yeah. to the roles on top of whatever performance they need to give. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really, really cool when 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 they subvert all of that and be play something so different yeah. to what they normally play, and you're there like, wow. I had something like that. I was watching something quite recently where this happens. What was it? It's a cool moment. You're like, what is yeah. going on? What What is he doing? Or yeah, she, yeah, you know, yeah. Just like, oh, this is new. <laughs> yeah. And it just blows your mind. Yeah. And then you're there and you just... Yeah. And the next thing you know, that, that particular film, because they've done that, mm. you know, is now sitting in a very nice award. Yeah. Nomination. Yeah, I mean, I feel like... Um... Adam Sandler is a bit like that at the moment since uh, what Uncut Gems came out. Yes, he's of like he's like the thing again. And you're like now. you're like what? Wait, what? And and you can remember yeah very distinctly when that was the complete opposite. Yeah, like he had his time yeah, in yeah. the nineties where he was massive. Yeah, and then nobody wanted to work with him. You know, he made a few films here and there in the mid two thousands, like Click and yeah, yeah. But you know, he would. Never... But those kind of movies, right? yeah, yeah. Went... And then for him to just yeah. jump up and do this, you know, you're there like. That's how you do it. Yeah. And you know yeah. what? It was patience again. Yeah. 
He was patient. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was patience we again. Patience. He yes. took. He sat yes. there. He took the hits. He took yeah. the hits because he really, they really went through the ringer with with Adam yeah. Sandler. They tore him <laughs> apart. Yeah. And there you go, and he's proved everybody wrong. Yeah. And there you go. And then that 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 yeah, is a satisfying. Gotta give it to him. Really. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah. And, you know, it's a very satisfying thing when you prove people wrong. Mm. <laughs> it's oh, so good. It's so. <laughs> I think that's my favorite feeling when it comes to productions. Yeah, it's when you can prove someone wrong. <laughs> I know it's petty. I know it is, but it's so good because the whole time you had somebody, yeah, somewhere along the process, yeah, that didn't believe that you could even do that. Yeah, that didn't believe that you couldn't, you could get X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Or maybe it's a famous actor. Maybe it's you know that your film's gonna. There's always someone. There's always somebody yeah. that always goes. Nah. nah, you don't have what it takes. You're full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> You're absolutely full of shit. And the worst feeling is when you first get up into the industry. You first show mm. up, and nobody believes in you. And yeah. you're telling them, "Listen, yeah, <laughs> I can't do this." And they're like, and no, then, uh, no, you can't. And then you, you, you know, you throw in a film, and they're like, "Wait, how did you do that?" You're yeah. Like, well, if you were listening, <laughs> told you, I told you, and that's not, not like I didn't tell you. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. I remember distantly we had a conversation. I told you, and you're like, "Oh yeah, okay." <laughs> and then you're like, "Whoa, yeah," and and I think that pushes you as well. I feel like with any creative industry, if you have a conflict. Yeah. Of some kind. Yeah. It pushes you to overcome that and to move forward. Yeah, and I, I think in a way it's maybe even healthy for the industry because it's it's a bit of a um you know like like the net. Yes. Because someone who, you know, kinda wants it will just stop, right? And not Yeah pursue it anymore because it's a bit too hard so so it's a natural thing that sorts the people out that yeah i mean don't really want to do it filmmaking in general is a huge endurance process yeah huge if you're if you're you know one of the crew members to be on it from pre-production to production to then being on post as well like it can be exhausting Mm. You know, and then to be a, to then go off and distribute the movie and promote your film, and that is a big commitment. Mm. Like I look at it like I'm marrying my projects. Yeah. Like this is me until the end. Yeah. And I need to <laughs> love till death do till, us part. <laughs> till death do us part. This me and this film yeah. are one thing. Uh, and. That's what's going to get me through it, is that mm. if I look at it like it's a marriage, you know, there's ups, there's downs. Yeah. But there's always happily ever after. But sometimes it leads to divorce. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes there is divorce. Yeah. And you have to uh, accept that right. maybe a certain production yeah. is yeah. not the one for you. It, it, it can be a really hard, tough process. Mm. Especially if 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 you're already more than halfway. If you've already shot this thing, and you have to give up the film, then then it's yeah. it's a heartbreaking process, and you know you feel for for directors as well that have to like 
quit or, or drop out of a production midway through. Yeah, yeah. You know, with Zack Snyder and Batman versus Superman and everything that he went through. Oh, behind. did he? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really bad, man. Oh. Yeah. His, 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 Why? Oh, so his daughter committed suicide. No. While he was on production. Yeah, yeah, for real, man. Oh. And he couldn't continue anymore. And to, to so to have oh god yeah to, to to have that such a personal hit yeah on on yeah. on on yourself I had no idea. and your family yeah, yeah. that's genuinely so everyone Gee, you don't know you don't even know yeah so 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 for that to happen for him in his personal life mm-hmm. and then being have to drop out of a project that he was really passionate for and then to watch somebody else yeah pick up the movie and finish it off for you. That must be heartbreaking. Yeah. Like, I know that would be heartbreaking for me. If, yeah. if a film yeah. that I had made and was in the process of making and I had to give it up. I mean, understandably, if I was in his position, I wouldn't sit there and go, oh, yeah, I need to finish this movie. Yeah, I yeah. need to go be with my wife and my kids. Yeah. Because I clearly, like, that's the obvious option. That is, like, you have to be with your family in, in, in mm. a situation like that. But to then see your project you know, fall into different hands or people tamper with your project and this and the other. It can really, really hurt you. And, you know, it, I'm glad to see him continuing and doing more yeah. work. And, you know, he's going back into short films and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, he's done loads of short films, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's, he's quite good, man. Yeah. Yeah, so it's nice. It, like He's really just rediscovering his passion and, yeah. and that's nice, you know. Um, cool. But it is one of those things that people don't tell you about. It's that heartbreak of a project as well. Yeah. There is heartbreak there. And you never know which one it's going to be. And you never know which one's going to bang either. You never know what film's yeah. going to be like, yes. really soar off out of the blue. Like, there is this level of unpredictability that I love. I was just about to say, that's <laughs> like, it's always, everybody who likes it gets a kick out of the unpredictability. Yeah, it's the real, fact man. that, I thought it even more this time, it's like this situation or this this feeling that, you you feel like it can go both ways and it's a bit up in the air and yeah, it really matters what you do on the day yes and it's just you, everything's you, you on the wire like, yeah, yeah you just feel alive you're like 100 percent. right absolutely that is everything yeah that unpredictability to live on the edge yeah it is yeah <laughs> what <laughs> when you're creative and on the film industry having that level of risk yeah. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> You're just there. Like, it's so good. Like, it's better yeah. than drugs. Like, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just the best kick you can ever get in your life. Especially when you get to the end. Yeah. When you get to the end and people like what you've done as well. Yeah. That is it. That is everything. It's just risk it all. Yeah. To win it all. And there's never any in between. Yeah, and that yeah, is, it's a bit like that. Yeah, and it is that for me is what cinema is, and that's why I fell in love with it, and that's why I'm pursuing it. You know, I'm broke. Let's be real. Like I, I come from nothing. Like I don't, oh, I don't own any assets. I don't have a house. I don't have. I mean, I don't. I barely have enough money to get through each month. You know, mm-hmm. it's one of those things. But a lot of creatives can relate to that. You know, and and then you ask them why. And they go, well, it's all, I'm risking it all to win it all. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, for real. Because that is genuinely how it feels because that's how you love the industry. Mm-hmm. 
that's how you want the industry to be for you is mm-hmm. to be this adrenaline rush this, yeah. this kick where you never know what's going to really happen next and you know you'll have periods in your career where you have loads of money you know the work's really flowing and, and then other times you'll you'll go through mm. and you'll have no work whatsoever and it's nothing to do with you it's just yeah, yeah it's just how it goes sometimes yeah and you know i think when the work comes in i'm really forever grateful for that whatever it might be whatever project comes my way i'm really grateful for that because i've had that feeling of not having any work and not being you know yes and that feeling only gets worse the higher you go <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, because I mean, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, look at um, so the guy that did the new Aladdin, Guy Ritchie. No, no, yeah, well, Guy Ritchie directed it, yeah, yeah. but you know, the the guy that played Aladdin. Oh right, yeah, yeah, he's struggling to find any work. Really? Yeah, and you think, wow, how is he struggling to find work? Yeah, and you go, Damn, yeah, yeah, but it's yeah, it, it it's the same problem, just escalated. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think it's harder to get work the further you go. Yeah. Genuinely, because you have so many different factors now. Yeah, yeah. These new additions to this industry that, you know, it's not simply being, like, say, we'll take the actor from Aladdin as an example. You know, it's not just about firing your agent and and getting a new one. Mm. That's not necessarily the problem. The problem is that there's, there may not be any roles. Mm Mm-hmm that are, are, are right for you. You know, if you're, say, take me for example, I'm mixed race, mm-hmm. and they may not necessarily be a mixed race role that I can play. Yeah. And it just doesn't exist. And, you know, the higher and higher and higher you go, the industry gets smaller, 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 right. smaller. And if there's no work there, then there's no work there. If there's nobody writing a script for a mixed race character, then there's no work for that mm. actor, mm. you know? And then you've got all of the other aspects of, you know, they've got to do auditions. Yeah. And, you know, there's a whole thousands of people you might have to see if you're doing big Hollywood productions yeah. at, with a casting director, you know? And it's, it's, it, it's something that you can't avoid. Yeah. And yeah. you just have to kind of, it's one of those aspects about it that you just have to accept and know that you know when the time is right the time is right and something will come your way um but what i do like to do in those moments where there is no work or whatever is to get that balance back mm-hmm. is to just go out and enjoy life right yeah and just live the life and wait for it to come back again yeah you know it's okay and i think that's a good moment when you can go yeah i can step away for a bit and just go do my own thing for a while mm-hmm. where can people find you online and see your stuff oh a bit of self-promotion here we go it's this this time yeah, yeah. um that's a great question um so at the moment i'm pretty off the grid mm. yes um, so i have my first short film that's out on youtube yeah that's there um but my four new ones are in the distribution phase right and if you know anything about cinema and, and filmmaking is that they have these rules right and regulations and you can totally understand it you know what's the point of posting what's the point of submitting your film to a festival if you're just going to upload it online the moment you finish it yeah 
because they want the exclusivity. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's what yeah. they want is, yeah. is to be able to promote content. Exclusive content. Exclusively right. at their festivals. Yeah. That's the whole point. Otherwise, what's the point of the festival? You know, it's not It's not like you can do a live performance of your film. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 very true. You know, yeah. you can only have the screening. So, so at the moment, those are going through festivals right this year 2020 yeah so you know you're not really going to see me actively active online until 2021 and i think that's another aspect of the film industry that people don't understand is that the process is long like it's not just oh make a thing and then it goes out like i mean it can be that if you go into advertising and music videos and this and the other but if you're doing films yeah and you're doing films seriously then you've got a long long road ahead yeah and that's fine and, and but you have to be prepared for that you know it's, it's not an overnight thing yeah um, but you can catch me on Instagram mm-hmm. you can see all the things that I'm kind of working on B-E-N underscore R time A-H-T-I-M-E um, and that you can hit me up there if you want to work or if you just want to chat about you know pursuing a, a career in creative industries I also had a background in theatre as well mm-hmm. originally um, and I've been doing that. I did that for about two years. Right. When I was a teenager. Right. Um, I got pretty um, far in that actually, but you know, the real world uh-huh. called my name and was like, "Ah, you need money. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Otherwise, you're gonna starve." Yeah. You're like, ah, and then I, that's how I fell out of it. Was that I just yeah. I couldn't afford to be. I, it was too much at two, at once. Yeah. When I was 19, to be in a creative industry and trying to pursue it as a career was way too much. It was too much for my brain to handle. I couldn't cope with all of it. Um, so I ended up leaving and, and, you know, I got a job in retail. Right. And, you know, it's one of those things where you're like, you have to kind of take that step back again and yeah. get yourself. Um, but, yeah, it was one of those. And I like I like being creative. And I know that's me. So even though you can't see a lot of my work now, Mm-hmm. You will be able to. Yeah, we will. Yeah, so you know, it's there. We definitely will. Um, any closing statements? Anything that you really um, want to get off your chest? No, I mean, I just thank you, man, for having me. This is really great. This this is such a great idea. It's such a great experience. Like I think. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. We got. I don't want to say we got carried away because I mean I I enjoyed every second of it, but we kind of got, got carried, carried away. away. Yeah, a, yeah, for yeah, sure, man. This was so much but fun. Was, yeah, this is so much fun. I would love to do it again. You know, um, if you ever if you do have recurring guests, that would be awesome. I would love I to come back. Had, but you know why yeah. not? Why yeah, not? why not? I mean, see you next year. My show anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. And we can totally do this interview again we'll, in a year's time. We'll. Uh, when your movies are out, yeah, we'll do yeah, like an exclusive interview with exactly. the now can... now big shot director. Oh. <laughs> what did we just talk about? About yeah. taking our time and how you look at you. <laughs> uh, um, okay, yeah, no, yeah. I'm totally down for that, and I love. I can't wait to hear all these new episodes as well. Yeah. Like, I, I'm looking forward. Now that you're on my radar, I'm going to be keeping a watch. Cool, for sure. Cool, appreciate that. All right. That's a wrap, folks. We have reached the end. Make sure that you check out Ben online and wait for his movies. Go see them when they're out. Um, give him a like, watch and support. 
you know the deal. Before we sign off, I would like to thank all of you who have tuned in on today's episode. And I would like to wish each and every one of you a lot of persistence and a will of iron for this year to pursue any passion projects that you might have. Let's make it count. I've got only one thing left to say. You already know what it is. Be open, not broken, grateful, not hateful. Don't tell lies or disguise and radiate creativity and positive energy. Peace.